we see in our gospel today, this is, a, I'm going to kind of detour a little bit from the epiphany baptism theme, uh, and I'm going to give you a little sneak preview. I know you're excited about it. I'm going to give you a sneak preview of my homily this weekend. Once a year, at least, I want to, I, I preach a pro-life homily. And uh, in previous years, I've done physician-assisted suicide um, and, and other topics. I don't think I've actually ever spoken about abortion on a Sunday Mass yet. So this Sunday, I'm going I'm to talk about uh, my pro-life homily. This Sunday, we'll be actually uh, focusing on the issue of abortion. Um, we And it's, it's relevant because there's some legislation going on here. Because of the past midterm elections, what happened, there was a shift of power and very domino effect, and in New York State, what's happening now is um, the the pro-choice uh, lobby is more. It, it's been becoming emboldened, and uh, they're trying to put through some extremely aggressive legislation uh, in, in, on the pro-life. I'm sorry, the pro-choice side of things, and it's very disturbing. So I'll just kind of detail that. I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to speak about this weekend. We see in our gospel Jesus. And he goes to the leper. Okay, this is a common thing that he does. He heals tons of lepers uh, all throughout the Gospels. The lepers were outcasts. Okay, they no one cared about them. All right, they were the forgotten ones. And uh, it's oftentimes Jesus's uh, the fact that he went to those who are on the margins and those who are on the the outsiders, and he he crossed over these kind of social boundaries, and he cared about those. Who, uh, who the rest of society didn't care about is a basis for many priests when they preach about the church's social doctrine. And uh, it's relevant to the pro-life cause. Uh, we have these unborn children who are forgotten about. You know, we, Today, because uh, personhood is defined in, uh, in a very... Personhood has been um, uh, definitionally reduced to like do you can you feel something you know can you do you have feelings like i have feelings okay that means you're a person okay if you don't have feelings and you don't think exactly like me and you don't you know then then i i don't have to regard you as a person whereas from the the christian point of view personhood is based on the fact that you're made in the image of god it's a spiritual reality the fact that you have intelligence and free will and uh, the fact that an unborn child or someone who's in a vegetative state or whatever is not actually exercising those things doesn't doesn't make a difference. The fact is that the potency or the potential is there. Okay, so that's what makes them persons. It's just simply the fact that they're intelligent, free, spiritual beings made in God's image. Um, and that's what their personhood is based on. Uh, we have this idea that's sort of like, well, you know, if the... If the if this thing can feel pain and have feelings and emotions just like me, well, that's what that is to be a person. And because the child can't do that, well, then it's not a person. Doesn't have any rights. Uh, so there's some weird inconsistencies in our belief about the personhood of the unborn that are embedded right within our laws in the nation, but in New York State in particular. So, for example, we can. Uh, it's legal to abort children up to a certain period uh, in the pregnancy. Now, if within that legal period of uh, when you can abort a baby, um, if a boyfriend, for example, uh, uh, wants to intentionally destroy the child in his girlfriend's womb, okay, like say he gets her pregnant, and this happens sometimes, and he strikes her, okay, with the intention of killing the, the unborn child, 
um, he can be charged with, and the, and the child dies, he can be charged with manslaughter. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, murder. Homicide. So it's weird because the, because our laws basically allow the woman to kill the child if she wants to through an abortion, but if someone tries to kill the child, okay, without her consent, right, then he gets charged with murder. So that's an inconsistency in our laws. There's tons of inconsistencies like that. They're all over the books. So what these aggressive uh, lobbyists right now are trying to do is they're trying to wipe out all those inconsistencies and make it consistent in the pro, uh, you know, abortion side of things. So, for example, if a, if a man went and literally tried to kill the fetus in the woman's womb, he wouldn't be he's going to be charged for anything now. That's that's the kind of legislation that's trying to be passed. And they're trying to make it legal to have an abortion up to, like the late-term abortions, up to right to the delivery date. Okay. So it's it's really sad. It's a really, really serious situation. Uh, so this weekend I'm going to kind of detail some information about how we can contact our legislators and let our voices as Catholics be known. The vote is going to take place, I think, on the 22nd of January uh, at the state legislator, legislature. And... Um, you know, so so today, my brothers and sisters, is just a little bit of uh, you know a reminder here of what we're dealing with. Uh, the March for Life is coming up. Um, we're very lucky as as uh, to have a bishop who really takes a strong part in that. He's going to again this year be one of the main celebrants and speakers at a particular mass that's taking place throughout the course of those the March for Life in Washington. So we we've got a good representation of our own uh, Rochester people there uh, for the March for Life, and we can. Pray that, that that has an effective witness and we continue to fight uh, in the pro-life cause, uh, imitating our Lord who went out to the marginalized, to the people who were forgotten, to the, to the ones who were not cared about by, by anybody else.